Oh, you crazy! You want to be crazy? No, I'll show you crazy! You Listen, I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like, da, 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 da. we're not crazy! Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. We had a fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead. Walt Disney is dead. I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. All right, this is the first podcast of 2022. Um, it's been a month since we recorded. Both of us had um, Omicron. It's Omicron, right? Omicron, yeah. It's Omicron or Omicron? Omicron, I, I was think. calling it Omicron. Like it's a transformer. <laughs> uh, we both got... Well, we're we're both pretty sure that we got Omicron. Yeah. Uh, we did not get tested. Um, we got like very mild flu symptoms oh i'm boring you already <laughs> no 30 no. seconds in no just really sleepy yeah yeah i woke up early today five o'clock yeah so did i i know i'm saying you yeah. know yeah. anyways so anyway. what were you saying go uh we're both pretty sure that we got omicron uh very mild flu symptoms uh neither of us are vaccinated and yes uh did you have a rough time like getting through it? Like, what did you like? What's your thought? Like, what are your thoughts on it? Um, well, well, honestly, what sucked was getting a sore throat and then trying to sleep at night and waking up like not like <clears throat> your throat is just closed up. Mm-hmm. I felt like it felt a lot like the flu. And so I can't really tell if I had Omicron or if I had the flu because I didn't get a test for COVID. So Yeah, which is what I just said. Oh, okay. Well, that was while I was in mid-yawn. Sorry about that. Yeah. I apologize. But, um, and yeah, and runny nose. I went through like two rolls of toilet paper just blowing my nose. Mm-hmm. And toilet paper is expensive, huh? Now, now I finally understand why toilet paper was running out. Because <laughs> For I didn't, noses? yeah, because I didn't really understand if it was like what it was for. But I guess it's for that purpose, you know. It's just toilet paper, because people don't shit more when they have COVID. No, know? but I feel like it was toilet paper and water <clears throat> of all things, because those those are just necessities, you know. Right. It's like, what are you supposed to wipe your butt with? And what are you supposed to drink when you don't have water? Yeah sink water yeah i i don't know i think that now we we have a stronger immunity towards covid i feel like because we went the whole like the whole covid thing the whole pandemic without getting a vaccine without really getting sick at all and then it just happened on new year's which which sucked just like like a day or two before new year's you got it right on New Year's Eve and you're already feeling like nauseous and yeah, and horrible. tired. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to get sick. <clears throat> you know, I have yeah. a good immunity, uh, immune system, I mean. Which and then, ironically, it took you <laughs> twice as long to get over. It. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, got yeah, over no. it now. <laughs> it really sucks because it's New Year's and then there's, you know, um, resolutions and you want to enter the new year with the right foot and you want to conquer it and do things differently and then it just happened that you know like both of us just were very ill and very unmotivated just bedridden and horrible sucks 
Like I couldn't even work out. We couldn't do the podcast. And now we're finally like we both finally feel like we're we're like a hundred percent. Would you say a hundred percent for you? Yeah, I feel like I'm at, I'm at like ninety, ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, I, I, feel I like still I'm, feel like my nose gets kind of stuffy every now and then. Maybe that's just me. Like yeah. maybe it's just maybe it's just that it's cold outside too. I feel like my throat has like resid like like phlegm. You yeah, know, like it's very flamboyant. sorry the new year off with jokes (laughs) um so yeah so i just wanted to you know start that off and because it's pointing the obvious um it's explaining why we haven't posted or done an episode in over a month and i also want to kind of point out another obvious thing that a lot of people are just brushing it off as not being obvious, which is the fact that Betty White died three days after she received the booster shot for the vaccine. Mm. Uh, She said that she felt healthy. She felt as healthy as she has ever been. She was eating. She even joked and said that the the secret to her longevity, because she was like 99, was just eating fast food, a lot of fast food. And it's obviously a joke, but she felt very healthy, you know, um and to live that long you know you're doing something right and then the only wrong thing she did or the only thing out of the norm was the booster and just it's just crazy to me how people don't really see it as being a having a correlation you know and she was um publicizing like she was kind of um urging people to also get the vaccine right right before mm-hmm. she was saying you know guys i'm feeling healthy i'm 99 and i got the vaccine right all is good all is well and then and she was just about to turn a hundred right she was seven january wow january 17th or something i don't know if it's 17 but she was 17 days away i don't know yeah that's um uh, that's pretty alarming it's pretty shocking to me I don't know. And my mom said that she wanted to take the booster shot and I kind of advised her. I was like, listen, don't do it because you already have the two vaccines. So just call it there. You know, like if you get sick, you're just going to have mild symptoms. And if you're young and healthy, like both of us are and we work out and we're active, even if it's just somewhat like you don't have to worry so much about COVID. I feel I feel like there's this like it's just been blown out of proportion people just want everybody to just be obedient i feel and um my mom sent me the information that i told you about right that there's like three different doses of the vaccine right oh yeah there's there's one which is just the uh what do you call it it's just a a placebo it's a placebo which is what you know all the all the wealthy people are really getting is mm-hmm. the placebo. And then there's one that's like the mRNA. And then there's one that is mRNA, but it contains this uh, this thing that causes cancer. Mm-hmm. And she even said that cancer percentage has gone up like 200% this last year. Because of that. Maybe. That's crazy. And they won't link vaccinate like deaths after vaccination to the vaccination but they'll link deaths from like being positive covid 
to COVID when it could be something else. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. It's like, but when they get the vaccine and die shortly after, they won't connect the death to the vaccine. Mm. So it's just really sketchy. And then that's why they're, like the amount of deaths is also blown out of proportion because anyone who was tested with COVID positive and died was ruled as a COVID death. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it could have been a number of other other things wrong with their immune system and then get, you know, like, I don't know, man. It's just, but it's is, just wild. But is that a conspiracy theory or is that proven? What's proven? Like, has there been any studies regarding the whole placebo thing? Like, because I would assume that they test the, like, each, like, the vaccines and stuff. And they have third parties. I think, honestly, I think it's like... um information that's that's kind of being leaked but but like hidden under the rug kind of you know Mm -hmm. but i don't really know maybe it is just a theory maybe it's speaking of theories regarding the vaccine there's another one that links to that um alex jones he's like famous on youtube and he's famous for being the conspiracy theorist guy Mm -hmm. and he's been predicting stuff since like 1998 and i think that this theory he proposed in 1998 i forgot the name of the theory but basically it's it's that they're gonna they're gonna propagate a pandemic that will ultimately restrict your freedoms in society so they want people to stay at home be submissive be obedient Mm. and the way that they could do that is by scaring them with this pandemic and so it could be engineered it could be you know designed to like for that purpose and then there's also this other tiktok that i saw where this guy was on a plane i think delta airlines and the flight attendant told him to put his mask on even because like even he wanted to drink water and then the flight attendant said no like you can't take off your mask and then he said but how am i supposed to drink water with my mask on and then the flight attendant said it doesn't have to make sense just do it and then that became like a whole viral thing because and he said that that's his policy like that's the policy now it's like it doesn't have to make sense just do it so it's this thing about like where do you draw the line between wanting the best for society wanting the best for people wanting them to be healthy and get vaccinated and thrive versus just wanting them to be obedient and to just obey orders and i think that 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 we're like teetering on that line now like we're on that border where you can't really distinct uh distinguish what's what you know Mm, and that's you know why that's interesting because of that guy that we watched on your mom's house the guest star that was talking about how he walks into wherever he wants without a mask and and these people that are dictating for you to wear a mask like they they just want to have like control over you and stuff exactly and so he just walks in if someone tells him to put on a mask he tells them to like fuck off basically and then that's it like if they kick him out then he leaves before cops could show up and if they don't then he's just gonna chill and get his service anyways Mm -hmm. and it's like people who were bullied in high school Mm. or in grade school are the people who are having a field day with this whole mask thing because then they feel like they're doing the righteous thing it's like they're enforcing it yeah and that's why people like shout it out say like sir like put on your mask wear your mask or ma'am put on your mask Mm -hmm. it's this need to control it's not really worrying about 
everybody's well-being. It's worrying, it's being selfish and worry about your own well-being, but also being um, power hungry and just wanting people to obey and to succumb to your influence. And that just goes back to primal human behavior, you know. It's just a human condition, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm going to, like, I'll wear Mm -hmm. my mask anywhere I go, you know? I'm not going to be one of those people that... We're like, make me, you know? Yeah, that that just creates a scene, that creates a whole, you know... Right. A whole confrontation over mask, like, just put the mask on, you know? Even if you don't... There are people who don't believe masks do anything at all, Mm -hmm. right? Who that don't think it's actually preventing the spread of covid not just that but there have been studies where they use these um masks that we use the like blue the, medical, the medical masks ones. yeah not the n95 ones because those apparently are the right ones to use but there's like a shortage of them and they're more expensive so people are opting for the basic blue um medical grade ones that claim to be medical medical grade but um studies have shown that it does nothing like it doesn't protect at all so like people are just people have this illusion that they're being mm-hmm. protected and and i think even that's architected and just planned meticulously to to kind of like coerce everybody to just get it and then just get this fear and then everybody has or knows of someone who has had it or who has it right now concurrently and then they you know mm. so i think it's just one of those things where it's like it's it's misleading the public but then if you're in the know if you're in the elite like you said then you'll get the the privileged information it's like no like this mask is the only mask that works and then they'll get that information from their private physicians and their doctors that they pay a fortune to have that access to while everybody else is just listening to anthony fauci on tv saying oh like wear wear a mask wear two masks oh you don't need to wear a mask anymore it's like always changing up the information to confuse the public and to just dis disorientate disorientate yeah dis- just just yeah. confuse everybody and just like have everybody searching for a direction i think he's the devil man <laughs> yeah i think so i think I really, so i really don't trust like him I, I bill gates yeah i don't trust any of those people at all and what was i gonna say just now um oh now i forgot oh but anyways those n95 master called right Mm -hmm. those i understand why they would be out of stock and stuff and why they're hard to get because i think that those should be specifically reserved for doctors you know so whatever whatever quantity of them that there are like it, it obviously should, should prioritize yeah. yeah should obviously go to people who are around like like a hundred percent around covid you mm-hmm. know in close contact with it because if you're just going to the grocery store for 20 minutes right. then i mean <laughs> i mean i don't really know i've gone into stores without a mask too i've I'm done not, that occasionally you yeah. know i'm not afraid to and to i didn't admit get COVID it. after the fact i didn't know. get covid i don't have the vaccine yeah so it's like it's so hard to 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 trust like what like what's real and what isn't because Mm -hmm. it just all gets you know diluted and messed up and whatever with news and and politics and all these things yeah like once something gets politicized that's when it just loses any any legitimacy you know like it just fails to have any like foundation or or any floor to stand on 
Speaking of grocery stores, yep. I had a theory that. So there's just theory. <laughs> I had a theory. <laughs> if you know, you know. Don't, don't start. I had a theory that whenever there's these like weather <laughs> warnings or or whatever else that they like, they just like shit it all over the news for you to hear. Mm. so that you'll run to the oh, grocery yeah, yeah, yeah. store mm -hmm. and spend $500 thinking you're going to be trapped in your house for a week. Right. Meanwhile, the next morning, all the snow is melted already. It's like, what freaking snowstorm was going to hit New Jersey? And New York. And New York that we got like a couple inches of snow that melted the next day because there was rain the same night. It's right. like, and and your mom went to the grocery store and said that, everybody was in line with Panic their shopping. with their carts just stacked mm -hmm. ready for this snowstorm to hit right and for what again it goes back to confusing the public it's like wanting to put everybody in this like state of panic yeah and but just dis like disorientated oh, i can't say that word disorientation <laughs> disoriented Dis yeah disoriented right i think so yeah disorientated no it's disoriented for sure i'm thinking about disorientation i think disorientation but you're disoriented in state, yeah in the state of disorientation yeah i prefer that yeah but besides the point i think it's all a ploy to get money and that's all i'm gonna say and i'll drop the mic if i could but it's right. attached to this arm so you know what though because um <clears throat> again i don't want to get political with it but this is another example that everything gets politicized in america even a pandemic um when covid first broke out and trump was still in office the owner of equinox was the one that was like lobbying for the reopening of gyms mm. and then it was shortly after he who is like very close friends with trump like began vocalizing his wants and needs to trump trump went and just said like hey like you know um gyms should be open reopened and it should be you know like a good thing so my point is like what if there's like supermarket lobbyists who are like oh um during pandemic you know mm. um, this pandemic has affected us a little bit so we would like you to turn it up a little bit with the whole hysteria thing regarding storms and if you look at the news I think a few days ago, there was a, a tsunami in California. There's a hurricane headed to Florida. There's a snowstorm in New Jersey, New York. So it's like all of these storms happening at the same time. And you can't help but like wonder, what if it's just all being manufactured? Because you know that the government can, can produce storms, right? Oh, shit. Did you know that? No. It's called... Um, which is I actually say. didn't. I thought you just. I thought you meant that they just, you know, over exaggerate, you know, with their with their like um, geographical maps on the news that show like the temperature and the movements of the no. storm and the. I thought that they were just like manipulating that. Is what you meant? No, or? no, no, no. In Dubai, it never rains, mm. so the government produces rains. Because it's the only way that it'll rain in Dubai. So I don't understand why wouldn't people produce rain when there's like forest fires and stuff. That's the thing, though. It's like they don't uh, because then it's too on the nose. Look, watch. Mm. Controlling the weather, the limitations of the harp conspiracy theory. 
Forest fires, floods, and hurricanes, for some, all the natural disasters we saw last summer are linked to the same thing, a secret climate-controlling weapon supposedly belonging to the U.S. Army named HAARP, H-A-A-R-P. Um, and then it just goes on to say what this conspiracy theory is all about. HARP stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, a project based in an observatory in Alaska that studies the upper atmosphere using radio transmitters. But basically, there has been proof, I think, that HARP is capable of producing rain clouds. Like they have videos of it producing a rain cloud. And then that rain cloud that's full and heavy with like rain and just ready to go is is released from literally this like factory of like weather and then just goes into the atmosphere and then that rain cloud produces more rain clouds and then it just produces a storm and they can produce tsunamis people say that it even goes into the whole um like they they even brought race into it saying that harp is was used by the government to like target minority regions like like um hurricane katrina that devastated new orleans you know, which was a majority black population. So it's like the 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 government is like targeting these areas uh, to kind of like destroy it so that the white man can come in as a savior and then just gentrify it and just rebuild it and then just sell it like sell real estate for for companies like Amazon and you know like major industries. I don't put anything past Yeah, I don't put anything past anyone, honestly. Yeah, no. Especially I, when it comes to government. I, I don't and 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 it makes me wonder too like i've been wondering why some days it's like 50 degrees in january mm-hmm. and then some days it's 8 degrees and right. and it just makes you wonder you know obviously climate change is a thing you and global warming and whatever else but it's like i don't know like it just mm-hmm. something has felt so like out of the ordinary this like last year especially yeah and coming into this year and then that goes to um what we were talking about with like betty white and the booster shot and whatever there was also somebody else so we were gonna say um bob saget yeah that from full house he got a va- he got the booster shot mid-december and, and just a few weeks later just, just passed away recently yeah so just unexpectedly in his hotel room right that's that's what happened yeah so with like no clear cause. So I don't know. Like I don't I don't know what's what's going on with with I don't know if it's just the US, if it's all around the world, if it's I just the it's big all. countries, if it's just, you know, mm-hmm. I I don't but I just feel like there's there's just so much that goes right over our heads and mm-hmm. then that we are just blind to or that not really blind to but that they just like <clears throat> put this like curtain over our eyes so that yeah. we're not really seeing what's going on. But Which a, a perfect example that I'm just going to plug in because it's relevant and it's from a book I'm reading. The Allegory of the Cave, which is something that, mind you, like this was before Christ was even born. You know, like hundreds of, not hundreds of thousands, but thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, Plato or Socrates mostly Plato, he, he came up with this thing called the allegory of the cave, which is essentially all like there are people in the cave and mm-hmm. they're facing a wall. All the information they get 
is from the shadows being casted on the wall. Mm -hmm. They can't look to their side. They can't communicate with each other. They're forced to just look ahead, straight ahead. That's all they see. And Mm -hmm. the shadows are casted by flames and fire and like figures and puppets on the other side behind them by other people who I don't know if he specifies who they are, but essentially just a few feet away from that is the exit to the cave into the light. Mm. But these people, they don't even know that they're in the cave and what they're seeing on the cave wall. For example, if they see a horse to them, that horse is a horse. Like that is a horse. The shadow of a horse is a horse versus the horse itself. Mm -hmm. So the representation of a thing being casted and manipulated by someone else, by the puppeteer, is reality for them. And only the puppeteers and the master of the system knows that there's an exit to the cave and there's light and there's the, the real world outside of it. So I feel like that's exactly what we're heading into. I think that's exactly what we've been in. Um, especially with like metaverse and and virtual reality goggles, like you're you're just gonna strap screens on like onto your face and you're gonna get home, sit in your chair, and that's gonna be your reality. Like you're gonna buy real estate in mm. the metaverse, you're gonna buy a yacht in the metaverse. People already have been doing that, and like that's where we're headed, which is super scary in my opinion. I I honestly don't even know what to say, but that like all of that sounds. It sounds exactly like things that we've talked about before about, for example, even with <laughs> movies and stuff, right? They, they like these films, they, they put out messages, right? Mm-hmm. And we're, ju- we're just so invested in the film that we think it's just, you know, animation and, and, and acting and whatever. It's just art. But most of the time there are so many of these like hidden messages that of of actual reality that we're not even really paying attention to it's kind of like the movie don't look up right it's like uh if there's a comet in the sky and people are telling you there's a comet in the sky and everyone else is just ignoring it and then there's the big the wealthy people trying to make money off of it whatever right but even that movie could be a message of something similar happening to us now, you know? And it is. I so think. it's like I I I don't know. I feel like I feel like everything, not just media, is all like a depiction, uh, like you said, of of what these these people controlling us want mm. us to see. Right. Everybody takes everything for face value. Right. So they watch the movie Don't Look Up and they rate it for an, like entertainment value versus, you know, seeking it, like greater truths, you know, within it. And I think that, that that's a great example of the whole allegory of the cage uh, of the cave. It's like, don't look up. It's like, don't look anywhere mm-hmm. else. But what well, is we're, what we're showing you. you. Right. right. It's like only pay attention to what we're showing you. Yeah. And and you know what? Even celebrities use that when they're doing like these public like publicity stunts of, mm-hmm. oh, now now they're dating this person. It's like to get the news off of like shitty stuff that, that right. they've done or or it's always like it's always a form of distraction. Yeah, they're always it's like they're always a step ahead, like they're mm-hmm. ready to, to give people the next thing to 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 distract their minds from something important or something. Right 
worth paying attention to. And this dates back to ancient Rome, for example. It's like give people uh, bread and circus and they'll be happy, mm. you know, and give them a, a gladiator duel. And that's why gladiators were considered like superstars. Like they were considered the musicians and, and celebrities of their time because mm. they were responsible and they were empowered with the with the mission to distract people, basically. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, we could talk about Kanye dating Julia Fox recently, and the mm-hmm. whole controversy. And we listened recently to the to his new single called "Easy" with Life the game. Is never easy, which is a really good song. I, think. I like the production on it. I like the beat. I like the game's verse. I don't really like Kanye's verse on it, only because I don't know. Like I don't like, <clears throat> uh, like the first line. What is it? Uh, something about a table because I'm the table. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like corny <laughs> shit like that is when I kind of look at kind of like, all right, because to me it's giving the same vibe as like Poopity Scoop, but it's a little bit more sophisticated and more thought out. Like there are a few bars in there that are real, but then everything else is just like this, this version of Kanye that I don't really like. I like Kanye when he's in between Jesus is King and and my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy it's like he a uh, middle ground for that was donda for me it's like a perfect middle ground you know and donda life of pablo two great albums college dropout it has elements of of right. the religion right with G- uh what's it called jesus walks jesus walks yeah so like i like kind like that because then he gives you soul and and he makes you feel something you know but then when he's just braggadocious and saying that he survived the crash so that he could be pete davidson's ass like uh like it's so funny to me because in in a recent interview pete davidson said that which is what i predicted too because everybody was expecting him to come out and just spaz about um you know like losing kim and and the whole divorce thing and all that and even take shots at pete and then pete said that he just found it hilarious and that he's completely unfazed and he's just living his life and he's not even going to, like, respond or react to it. And I think that that's the ultimate power move. And even you know? finds it flattering. Because he's, yeah. he's going to, uh, he said something about how his name is going to live on in right. history now in one of the greatest artist songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to think about the levels, right? There's Kanye West and then there's Pete Davidson. It's like you're yeah. comparing a genius artist, musician with a comedian on SNL, right? I mean, you can't Exactly, yeah. It's it's no, no yeah. it's no competition, right? Mm-hmm. But but now it's like he made his jealousy so evident that yeah, he leveled Pete Davidson out. Yeah, that he like he he made him seem like he's more like more how do I explain it? Well, 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 he showed us that he's intimidated by Pete yeah. Davidson to a certain extent because like that's what you do, you know? So, so honestly, like, I understand why Pete Davidson would find it flattering. It's like, who wouldn't want to be mentioned in Kanye's song, even if it's a diss? It's like, you're so important to this person mm-hmm. who's, who's like on another level, but, but somehow still mentions your name because that's just how like triggered they are by you and your right. existence, even though he's just dating Kim, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy. Like, it's just. And like Kanye's losing sleep over it. Yeah. And and um, he's just laughing about it. Like now it's just like a laughing stock because he, of course he wasn't going to respond with a diss back because what does he have to diss 
you know, Kanye over. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because it's a win-win situation for Pete Davidson. Like, whichever way you angle it, he wins. Right. Because he gets, just like you said, he gets immortalized in a song by Kanye West. His name, Pete Davidson, is is immortalized. Full name. <laughs> it's not like Drake dissing Kanye indirectly, taking subtle shots. You know, like, it's not, it's stating his name. And then he also has now material for his comedy tours where he could talk about like oh i was fucking this girl and turns out her ex is kanye west <laughs> you know so yeah and like even that voice i think i nailed the voice right there um but he could do that and then he'll make money off of jokes that he could talk about like like his life like what's happening right now you know? and hold on and he and he got the girl <laughs> so it's a win yeah. win yeah win and annie annie gonna get the kids <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, nah, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, but but you heard that she didn't let Kanye West come to, to Chicago's Chicago. birthday party, right? So it's already going south. And and look, <clears throat> in the song, he re- like he kind of sent some subtle shots to Kim. I don't know if you caught that, like which where part? he's talking <clears throat> about how he's a great. I don't know if you have the lyrics, but. All right. I don't think we could play it, but I'll. Yeah, no, but but there's a lyric where he's saying like this, like basically this isn't over yet, and that he's oh, gonna yeah. go to court with her and like all this stuff. Like he's like he's ready. He said that that they could go to court or they could go together to court's house. Courts, Courtney. Yeah, yeah, which is a nice double entendre right there. Um, let, let me see real quick. And then him talking about having spoiled kids. I thought that was super interesting. It's like he knows what it's like to be broke and and reach for the top shelf to get some ramen noodles. But his kids don't know mm-hmm. what that's like. And he mentions that. So I bet you that he has like some spite towards like maybe the way that the Kardashians raise their kids. The kids. Yeah. It's like don't teach them any like humility at all. Struggle. Like just just always giving them everything on a silver platter. And I don't know if you know this, but it's just like a fun fact. But Kylie was like a teenager or however old, um, already getting her own house. And they asked her, like, do you know how to do your own laundry? Do you know how to cook? She was like, No, no, like how do you do that? Yeah. And she com- like completely didn't know how to do anything, but but already had her own house. It's like that's just how life comes for these people and i bet you that he's like spiteful that that's probably the way his kids will turn out too because they're taught that money solves everything so if you don't know how to fold your laundry get a maid if you don't know how to cook get a chef you know and they just grow up around that and they don't understand the value of anything it's like jay-z said on love all on clb he said that people know the value no uh People know the price of everything and the value of nothing. Mm. And I think that that's great. Like, that's like a great point just just, just, just for like society. Like, not even just for the Kardashians, but people, like kids nowadays. Like, they grow up thinking that everything is just easy or, or everything is about blowing up on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get money, like, people don't really understand what the value is. And, and people want Gucci belts and they want designer clothes and they want to flex but there's no like real intrinsic personal value 
and and Kanye mentioned mm. in the song too about how he bought a house next door or whatever, and then he said that's like that's what being rich is for. Mm. You know, it's like being able to just do these things, like like right away, like right at your disposal. You can you can just like sort things out in an instant. Meanwhile, like you like obviously people middle class and lower they'll like if if anything takes a south turn they're like scrounging for money and like you know trying to figure out how they're gonna fix the situation and stuff Making and then ends meet. yeah and then and for these people it's like in in the snap of a finger they could buy a house right 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 next to he said right something like that all right so so just going back to the part where you said about the yeah, court thing he said <laughs> We having the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact, pick up your sis. We'll go to courts together. I watched four kids for like five hours today. Um, he said, I got love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids. Y'all stop taking the credit. The cameras watch the kids. Mm. Uh, Non-custodial dad. I bought the house next door what you think the point of really being rich for mm. when you give them everything they only want more bougie and unruly y'all need to do some chores rich ass kids this ain't your mama's house climb on your brother's shoulders get that top ramen out god saved me from that crash just so i could pe beat pete davidson's ass and my new bitch bad i know illuminati mad this that new minati it's uh, a Numenati. This that two Bugatti rich. This that God did this. Only God did this. Um, do you think he's out of his God phase now? Like, do you think that this is the old Kanye? Because I'm getting he, Amber Rose, um, Taylor Swift, uh, snatching microphones Kanye vibe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He did mention in the song, too, something about, like, he's not going to listen to God tonight because he's letting his, like, pride win tonight or something like that. Uh. Right? So now, so I think he's just so overwhelmed with emotion, like, during what's happening right now. Like, he's experiencing a divorce. Like, it's in the public eye. Like, yeah. it's just a lot, you know? And I feel like that, like, emotions can overwhelm you to a point where you just you're you you start to put things in like the second how do you say like the second seat if that makes you, sense you you put it in the back seat yeah in the back seat so i bet you that that's what he's kind of doing with god right now he's like you know what no like i feel frustration and even though i'm like a holy man and the right thing to do is to like go about this you know in a in a how do I explain it? In like a cordial way, he yeah. wants to go about it in a prideful way right. because he's tapping into these old emotions and frustrations that he's had to go through before. Like you said, when what what the song Heartless, right? In in 808s, 
is what after his mom died right and also he got cheated on so like all of that frustration is what led to these songs and now he's dropping a new album because he's feeling all these frustrations and now he's writing music tapping into that like it's tapping into those feelings if that makes sense yeah it does you know anyways yeah Yeah. so uh to be continued with the whole kanye thing i'm I'm just curious to see i love you kanye i just want to see new music like (laughs) selfishly if this brings out a a new masterpiece or a new whatever it was what's the album that he made after amber rose was it jesus no my beautiful dark i don't know let me check real quick hold on after amber rose yeah, what album? I don't even know when him and Amber Rose Kanye dated. Release. I just know it was in his like vest After or whatever stage, whatever he was wearing those weird sunglasses. Uh, I think it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm, all right, that yeah, that's yeah, a- because the blame game. Mm. See, so after a major heartbreak, so what he happened his with greatest him? Work. What happened with him and Amber Rose? She cheated on him? I don't know what happened with them. Um, I, How I just many times did he get cheated on or or broken up with? Because I'm pretty sure 808s, he was in a relationship with somebody. Or was that Amber Rose? Um, now I don't know. <laughs> well, now we'll find out. Because <laughs> we'll find out soon. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, this article is huge, and I, and I don't see anything like off the bat. But, but like my point is, after his his great like his, because I think that that's what beautiful art is. Beautiful art is pain. You know, mm-hmm. beauty is pain, and you will produce the greatest work of your life after your greatest struggles. Like like that's just a given, especially if you're an artist, because it's the whole thing of like expressing raw emotions and that's why donda to me is one of the greatest albums that kanye has produced and the greatest albums i've heard in a while because of that because it's like raw emotions it's it's trying to cope it's his attempt at at just um being okay with the passing of his mother he didn't have time to really mourn her passing because again he's in the public eye he's acting out he's spazzing out um so yeah, I, I just think like I'm just excited to see what happens and what comes about from what comes out of this, you know. Mm. But I I, to... I yeah, I'm I'm just excited for as soon as he mentioned a new album coming out, right. that uh, like I'm just always excited. And and I was thinking that Cole had album of the year. Nah, to me it's Donda. But the more I listen to Donda, right, it, I feel like it just, there's just so much, so many layers to it. There's just so much more to it. I think, look, real quick, I'm just going to point out the the songs that I did like from Donda. Because I think Donda is a very bloated album. Like, there's a lot of songs. And yeah. there's like a deluxe version now. It's just it it's like typical Kanye, but at the same time i prefer less is more so i I think that if if none of the part twos existed i would have been okay like i didn't need the baby feature i didn't need i mean it's 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 cool you know but i didn't need it because the song by itself without the baby was already was already good and then you know it's just like right so part twos or whatever 
So I'm going to play the first five seconds of the songs that I think are the best. And these songs all together is what I think the album should be. So if he released a song, uh, an, an album containing just these songs, it would be like top, top tier Kanye. Oh, just careful with copyright. Yeah, that's why I said five seconds. Okay. Okay. Just make sure. Oh, okay. So first one. Hurricane. Moon. Life of the Party is beautiful with Andre 3000. I don't know if you heard it yet. Yeah, I heard it. Off the Grid. Great. Off the Grid. grid, I, grid I haven't heard Kanye rap and drop bars like he did on Off the Grid in a long time. I don't think I've ever heard Kanye drop bars like that. Well, not ever, but it's been a long time since he has. Yeah. Because like usually he just just like you know i feel like he really rapped in his earlier albums and yeah. then and yeah, then he yeah. started doing more production more melodies like you said jail with jay-z is amazing guess who going to jail i used to play this driving past the cops praise god to the young is great come to life is great you know which one upset me sorry um glory or it, I don't know if it's called Glory in the album update, like in the in the real album now. I think it's called Donda. This one. Yeah, this really upset me because if amazing. if any no if anybody heard the the <clears throat> pre-released version of it with Pusha T on it, yeah, and Kanye had a verse and whatever, that is the one that I was expecting to play when i played it when the album dropped and, and it was not it, it at all like it's just it's just that chorus and donda talking and that's it like there's mm -hmm. no verses there's no push a t or kanye really on it oh, which is just, great because push a t is you know hey push a t right. is good and it was a good verse i really liked it but my favorite song from the album is heaven and hell Oh, Leon Bezos. <laughs> this song just gives me chills every single time I I like listen to it. And it's not it's only only like it's only my favorite because Moon and Hurricane got overplayed. Are amazing. Not just that cuz like I'll like listen to them again, but I have to be in the right mindset. Like it's more of an introspective thing. Like um Heaven and Hell to me it's just a song that no matter how I'm feeling if it comes on it makes me feel a bunch of things and it's very powerful like i feel intensely you know like it just i don't know it's amazing but yeah so like my point is that donda is very bloated and i think he could strip a few songs off. i liked like all the part twos like you said i like the one what is it called i don't know if it was either jonah or jesus is his lord jesus is lord no. jesus lord Jesus Lord, it's called. Yep. Oh my God, I'm just—I don't even know the names of the songs. This one. Yeah. This one's nice. that one. The verse that he's, what he says in that verse, uh, like about, it's about the girl, right? It's about like him, him talking about a girl's perspective or something. He no, he said. Uh, I'm talking about the line where he says, um, "Suicidal thoughts got you wondering what's up there, or whatever." Like mm -hmm. that part where he's like talking about like depression and then contemplating like what's the afterlife and stuff. Like that part was that, that part, part hit. Yeah. I've cried to that song while driving. And then the Jonah one is the one that goes, "Uh, uh be on my." Ear. 
No, that's no? Junior. Oh, yeah, jo- Junior. Jonah is the one that goes, wait, I just had it. You want me to do it? Um, Like, who's here when I need a show to lean oh, on? Yeah. <laughs> I really like that, that chorus. <laughs> no, that one went hard, all right? That beat like was that nice. One. Like, who's here when I need a show to lean on? that one is so good (laughs) one thing that you can't deny like whether you're a kanye supporter lover stan or hater is that kanye is one of the few artists who manages to get not only the best out of his collaborators but he forces them to do things that you just never heard them do before that's that's why it's so like culturally impactful for music because 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 you never heard for example uh who's that like like who's an artist that performed differently on his album I, there I was a name. few like five five was it he he was talking about religion or whatever about yeah. like all of these rappers were just opening up about yeah and, demons and and like not just that but like rappers who who usually do mumble rapping mm-hmm. were like harmonizing on the beat and 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 doing melodies and yeah. singing you know it's just like that's what Kanye does is that he presents you this vision and you just go with it because you know that it's golden. Like, you know that he's the golden child. Like, everything he touches turns to gold, usually, you know? It was pretty good. And that's the same amount of trust that Nicki Minaj put into Kanye when she made Monster, for example, you know? Like, she mm-hmm. just felt, and then Rick Ross as well. Like, everybody said that Kanye approached them and they just don't even hesitate. Like, you just go in and you just go for it because, you know. I'd be interested to see if there's a Drake collaboration on this new album since they're friends again. That would be cool. And that would break the internet. And then if they both say that they fucked Kim as a joke. Oh, and they gang up <laughs> on her. That would be pretty funny. Like, I would, I, like, it's messed nah, up. But I don't it's think Kanye up. would ever do that. No, though, no, he because wouldn't. Because he's still in love with yeah, her. And yeah, it's, and that's to the mother of his kid. So yeah, it's like. He, he would never allow that. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> in, yeah. in, a, in a ideal hilarious world, just imagine the two of them after everything, the kikis and the whatever, and then now they get to just laugh about it. Yeah. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. That would make everybody go crazy. <clears throat> Anyways, so. So do you want to get into Harry Potter? Yes. Let's yep. talk about Harry Potter. We watched all, right. all the Harry Potter movies and within a month or less. Mm-hmm. It was pretty and I think it was within like a, like two weeks. Oh yeah, a few weeks. Um, and you found what? You found like Reddit stories and like. Oh, Reddit I theories? did. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about it right now already? Yeah, because I'm gonna play the intro. Remember? Okay, let's go. It's for score, remember? No, you get it or no? All right. So, okay. the, uh, do you do you want to quickly explain the the segment to people? Right. Okay. So we watched Harry Potter. I did a little bit of digging on Reddit about some theories that fans came up with pertaining harry potter uh specifically fi- the films i guess mostly well the, um, the films are bit yeah okay. yeah they, like the theories were pertaining to films because i have not read the books yet so yeah all do right you, do you want to explain what the segment is like what we do on mentally gone what we do on mentally gone reddit reads is i pull up stuff from reddit to read to you and that's all I got to say. So we pull up the crazy stuff that we find on Reddit. It could be stories. It could be um, theories, conspiracy theories. And we also want people 
who are who are listening and watching this right now if you have any crazy stories or conspiracy theories that you want to share with us any uh, feedback or input that you have for the show for us we will listen to your voicemail if you call us at let me get the number i always forget the number uh, nobody's called us yet you know we really want some voicemails to yeah. hit our phone so call us at 201-890-2907 that's 201-890-2907 call us leave a voicemail and we will play your voicemail on the next episode and we will react to it we will respond to it 1-800-HOLLAND-BLING exactly which is what that canvas right there is i don't know if you guys can see that probably, probably not the hotline blink all right so let's get into the reddit universe let's go hey mr krabs i think i'm mentally gone welcome, welcome to mentally gone. gone reddit reads what do you want it's not that simple what it's do you want i really want like that part let's get weird morty let's read some reddit posts fuck, fuck it, it. <laughs> i already learned the lines to this cute little intro huh that's right all right here we go um so the first one i'm gonna read it off my iphone 6s with a screen crack like drake said 5s he says it's a 5s yeah. well this one's screen a crack. 6s with the hit screen crack still hit me back right away all right and i'm gonna hit you guys back right away um so here's an interesting one this is a theory that says voldemort's plan in goblet of fire was to kill harry in the maze and make polyjuice returning to the games as harry he did de decapitate harry so he could keep making polyjuice and inspire fear in the hearts of the order by making them watch their chosen one and hero become a dark wizard as powerful and evil as voldy before finally revealing himself to the world with harry's now bald and decaying skull effed up Jeez. so so that's a fan theory yeah so the theory is that voldemort when you know when he when harry potter gets teleported or whatever i don't know the, the word that they actually use into the maze and and encounters voldemort that his plan was to kill harry decapitate him and use like his hair follicles to create polyjuice and and depict himself as harry that's crazy so so kind of how mad i was like being being used right yeah and that's like a foreshadowing to that possibility you know like mad i was was being held as a prisoner while Hostage. the other guy yeah so honestly like i look i that's can not a bad theory Yes, but I could understand why that mm. wasn't included in the movies or anything because it's just it's just too dark. It would just destroy the whole the whole Harry Potter. You know, look, you know, <laughs> you can't kill off the hero because yeah. because then there's no hero arc. And J.K. Rowling said that that Harry Potter is very simple. In mm -hmm. a sense where it's just like good versus evil. Like that's what it is essentially. Like that's what she said. And it's a tale as old as time. It's like Cain and Abel. It's like there's always a good versus an evil. There's always jealousy. There's always spite. There's always uh, vengefulness. There's always, you know, just evil. So it's evil personified as Voldemort. He's pure evil. He's the devil. He's Satan. He's 
it, you know, insert here, like an evil force. And then Harry is, is Jesus. He's, he's a benevolent force. He's good. And good always prevails. And then the Death Eaters are like all of the, um, all of the sinners, you know, all yeah, of like the demons. people that, yeah, that follow and worship Satan. And right. anyways, I was going to say that it also, it, the only way I could see that working is if they didn't reveal it to us until the very end. Mm. And we thought it was just Harry the whole time. And, and he still depicted himself as like, like a good wizard and then slowly but surely started to reveal these like dark ways because he's actually Voldemort and then at the end it's exposed but I feel like again like that would just ruin the whole arc of like Harry Potter you know yeah, like no. it's it's meant to be as as like as like how do I explain it the story the storyline right just like you said it's very simple it's good versus evil and that's why kids can read it you mm. know what i'm saying so even though there's a lot of like gruesome elements to it it's still a a young adult's book it's, if that makes sense it still has a like a more a moral to it yeah it's still meant like and so those kinds of books always have like a happy ending quote unquote even if there's like losses along the way it still needs to end on a relatively good note or right. else you're just disappointing your entire fandom because they're all majority young a great example of that happening and proof of what you said about like disappointment is the last of us series Mm -hmm. The Last of Us Part Two it became infamously hated because of the fact that they just killed off Joel and mm -hmm. just gave him this like very mediocre um, killing for a character of such magnitude and such importance and such weight. They just killed him all off like nonchalantly, like like two hours into the game. So that is an example of what happens when a major protagonist, because like, sure, Ron and Hermione could have taken on the story, but then it's not Harry Potter anymore. It's Harry Potter's friends. It's yeah. the friends of Harry Potter. So, yeah, I don't think. And another loop, uh, like loophole in that is the fact that if Voldemort did take Polyjuice Potion, he wouldn't be able to age, I don't think. So then you would have to do that and then end it in that film or make one more so that mm. it doesn't look like Harry is like super old because otherwise he's going to still be a high schooler throughout uh, the other movies. So yeah. like, how is he going to like, it, like, can he mix polyjuice with like an aging potion? Like, how does that work, you know? So I don't even think that that would be, I don't know. And then also, you know, having interest, but then you can also say that all oh, like both of them had access to each other's minds. So Voldemort had like knew of stuff and like knows how to be Harry and what Harry likes and stuff. But I feel like his best friends would realize that something's off, mm -hmm. you know. Speaking of best friends, there's there's one I didn't say, but it was also on Reddit. And it was that Dumbledore is... It was something like Dumbledore is part of the future, right? <laughs> and he takes the form of Ron to keep an eye on Harry, if that makes sense. It doesn't no? make sense. Yeah. Basically, what they said is that, and that's how, like, 
Okay, so basically, the theory is that Dumbledore, um, like, not exists in the future, but that he he's already seen the future. Mm-hmm. So he already knows what's going to happen or or whatever, and that he takes the form of Ron Weasley, Harry's best friend, in order to keep tabs on him. And then that's how he was like always knowing when something was going on in Harry's life, mm-hmm. when he, even when he wasn't present because he was taking the form of Ron. Mm. So it's just a weird theory. People saying that Ron is Dumbledore and vice versa. So that was just like That's I didn't write. One. Yeah, I didn't write that <laughs> down because to me it didn't make sense. Yeah. But apparently in the books there's something that that's why I didn't write it down also because I haven't read the books yet. But the way that they describe their knees, Ron's and Dumbledore's, is similar. Their knees. Yeah, their knees. Something yeah. about their knees. So we don't know until we read the books. But yeah. and then and then also. You know how Ron just gets these like spurts of like um just like knowing the answer to something or whatever. Yeah, he gets lucky. And and that's very much like Dumbledore in some cases. I don't know if you could tell, but he has like this childlike um Essence. aura to him yeah. and he he just always see like comes up with with like answers like seamlessly even though he doesn't I don't know how to explain it, but but people were like catching on to like similarities like that that's and an then, interesting one I've, I've never heard of and, it and then connecting them but i can't really explain how they connected them because because it was just too complex and had more to do with the book and that's why i didn't bring that one up but still pretty interesting I that's mean, interesting because because dumbledore in their world he's considered god you know like he's basically god right he's omnipresent just like you said he's all-seeing he knows everything. He's like all seeing, all knowing, ever present. That's God. And that's Dumbledore. And he's always like 10 steps ahead of everything. You know, like he knew all along that Harry was a horcrux. He knew all along that um, Voldemort would order Malfoy to kill him and then Malfoy wouldn't be able to. So then he would have to ask Snape to please kill me. Mm-hmm. So he always knows these things and he always has like a backup plan. So I don't know, you know, it's just. And and I think it's interesting, too, that his appearance is very similar to the appearance that we associate with God. Right. It's like the beard, beard. white hair, old man. It's like wise. So it's just super interesting. And if you notice, too, he never gives straightforward answers. Mm. He always just nudges you towards it. So, like, that's the same thing with, like, God. Like, if God is real, he wouldn't want to spoil us with answers. He would want to kind of... Guide us Kind of guide us, yeah, because that's what develops strength and that's what develops character and that's what develops everything. You Mm -hmm. know, like, again, you can't hand stuff to people with no effort. Like, you have to put effort. And that's something that I've always picked up on. And he always like winks at Harry and just like gives him those like gazes and stuff. And yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. People say that Harry Potter is just a knockoff Star Wars. Star Wars. Right? Because yeah. the story, <laughs> the storylines are so similar. And because of the whole love interest thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It's like Luke. 
um, is in love with his sister, but then like they they are very close, so that he can't really date her, and then they associated that with Harry Potter and Hermione. Yeah, and there was the um, the whole living with their aunt and uncle or mm-hmm. whatever that both Luke and Harry did. I've never seen Star Wars like that. Me either, but I I just, I think I saw it in a video or I read it or, yeah, I think it was a TikTok, but then they just compared it side by side and it was just, it was just so funny to me. They were like, okay, JK Rowling, like you just, you, you, you just just rewrote Star Wars, (laughs) but made it about wizards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, um, to her credit though, like that's what everything is yeah like i don't think there's anything like i i don't think original art exists anymore it's just all repurposed uh, stories that are repackaged and then presented differently to everybody you know even if it seems original probably it's 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 still deriving elements from other existing forms of art for sure it's like like a conglomeration of stuff yeah it's it's just pieced together i don't know but but yeah that's <laughs> I is just, that the last one i just had a like a brain fart i just zoned out <laughs> no there's one more um this one i didn't understand um it says that there's a theory that the secret to making a horcrux was cannibalism and that's why there's death eaters hmm. so I, I didn't really understand that one do you have any <laughs> Like, what does the Horcruxes have to do with the Death Eaters? And that's what I didn't understand. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. No, no, no. I think that that what it's saying is that the unspoken act is just the unspoken act. It's like saying um, to commit murder, you need a weapon. But then the the weapon being the unspoken act, in, in of itself doesn't really mean that if you have a weapon that you're going to commit murder you know what i mean it's like death eaters are cannibals i think that that's part of their like ritual thing and there are like like a few other conspiracies that talk about how there's this this like very strong resemblance between the dark lord's legion and satanic rituals like eat like even in goblet of fire when he was being reborn it's um it's blood of your enemy, which was Harry's blood, willing sacrifice from a servant, which was um, Cedric, Peter, Peter Pettingrew. Oh, oh, willing from a sacrifice, uh-huh. yeah. And then, so like all of that is like a satanic ritual. So I think that Death Eaters, like that's all it is, is that for you to become a Death Eater, you have to kind of like cannibalize, and you have to like maybe like a rite of passage is eating, is like eating and like feasting i don't know like human flesh and i think that that is why the opening scene for deathly hollows part one i think it was deathly hollows or order of the phoenix when they're at that like long table and then there's that lady's body just like hovering Mm. and then voldemort kills her i think they were all sitting there like preparing to eat wow i didn't even catch that so that's why he killed her and then all of the death eaters and voldemort were just were like seated at the table and then maybe after that they ate her see so people were saying that but that they only eat after they're dead though does that make sense 
Like they don't eat people who are alive. They're right. not cannibal. Like they eat pe- people. Yeah, they, like, You're right. So that's they why they them. eat death because they're eating dead people. Death eaters, yeah. But I still don't know what that had to do with the Horcrux. No, no, because for you to create because a Horcrux, I think you have like to do one a, of that is unspeakable. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like part of the the laundry list of like steps to create a Horcrux. Like how to create a Horcrux. So like you have to eat the flesh of the person that you're trying to make a Horcrux out of. Mm. You know, and then yeah, I don't know. And then maybe Voldemort ate a piece of harry's parents or or maybe even even that like scar like i don't know see like that's why it doesn't make sense to me i don't know because maybe that right. piece of skin that's missing on his forehead like voldemort ingested it or or took it and then created a horcrux like how do you because in order for him to in like create a horcrux out of let's say the the tiara i forgot what the name was of the ravenclaw lady Mm -hmm. maybe voldemort as part of the ritual in creating it he had to like find her corpse and then eat a piece of her body and then that's part of the steps in order to have control over that item and make part of his soul in it and then the ring too the ring whoever's i i forget i don't know whose ring it was yeah and then Harry's the only one that he created by accident. But like, how do you create by accident it, if you have to do the unspokable act? The no, the the I think the curse <clears throat> um, rebounded. Yeah, that's what they said. That I don't know if it was after like he was trying to kill Harry's mom, right? And right. then and then he tried to kill Harry, and she casted a spell that right. was made out of love. Mm-hmm. and then that's another thing about the whole story it's like good versus evil and then love is the most powerful weapon <clears throat> against evil because that's why friendship is valued as much as it is too it's like the friends of hogwarts the teachers mm-hmm. and then that's why one of the movies finished with with harry saying that it's like there's one thing that voldemort doesn't have and that's something worth fighting for and that's yeah, love that and was, friendship mm-hmm. because he can't love and feel love or compassion or empathy because he's pure evil and that's why another theory about him having a kid with bellatrix just doesn't stand at all because yeah in order for you to feel lust and carnal attraction i think you have to have minimal amounts of like desire and then desire derives from you know like do you know what i mean yeah the same like even if it's not necessarily love it still derives from the same place that love exists yeah. yeah so like how is pure evil going to generate a kid and i don't know like that's just another crazy theory i don't yeah i don't think that one sticks no. i don't think but be, i saw a few people kind of like debunk that one and and made it not make sense so it's funny because one of the top debunkers said that voldemort doesn't have a nose so what's to say that he has a functioning a penis? penis yeah and like that one was funny how like people started talking about like and if he does like that shit's probably crooked as fuck and like how's he gonna whatever you know maybe his nose inverted into a penis maybe his nose is his penis maybe his, his penis, penis is. is his nose right just like squidward yeah yeah full Oops. circle don't start with that tiktok's gonna kick us off yep can't believe they banned us for that 
Squidward's penis is on his face. That's why he doesn't wear pants. We said that. And then meanwhile, there's like people who do so much worse on TikTok. <laughs> it's just funny. There's people. Have you seen all the live videos of like? I, yeah, lives are always. And people weird. commenting are so vulgar and so like disrespectful. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, TikTok is a weird place, man. Speaking of vulgar, this is the last one. Peter Pettigrew, who was Ron Weasley's rat, right? He was a rat the whole time. So people were saying this isn't a theory, but how strange is it knowing that the whole time he was watching little kids? Right. You know, like at their most vulnerable points, you know. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. he's a rat. So yeah. if Ron was ever up to something... Yeah, I don't know, man. The rack got a nice, a nice uh, show nice. of that. Yeah. So it's just weird, like thinking weird. back to it. Like there, there was this grown ass man that was just always around kids, around kids, watching kids, seeing them nude, seeing them whatever. Yeah, that's weird to think of. <laughs> I never thought about that. So yeah, so that that'll just ruin your childhood after listening to that, and and I hope you are happy now. Yeah. So if you have any um rats at home theories, yeah, kill ki kill the rats first. Kill your rats. Um six nine. And then if you have any Harry Potter theories or any crazy conspiracies, if you watch the Harry Potter reunion, which I watched and it's pretty amazing and I highly recommend um checking it out on HBO. We are not sponsored by Harry Potter, unfortunately. Uh but if you guys have any theories about any popular shows or any crazy stuff that you want to share with us just call the number and leave a voicemail yeah forget the number 1-800 hotline blank yeah i'm gonna say the number one more time <laughs> before they forget and then no one calls us that's that's truly sad i hope you guys don't call us when we blow up because because yeah. then we're not gonna pick up the phone the phone number is 201-890-2907 that's 201-890-2907. So just call, leave a voicemail, talk to us, and we'll play it on the next episode. So, yeah. All right. With that's that a wrap. Said, see you guys next time. See you. Peace. Peace, Peace to the world.